Welcome to episode 129 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. For some months now, I've been meaning to go through all of my photos in my online gallery and clear out all of the ones that no longer really appeal to me, or are no longer in line with my current vision. Over the last week or so, I've been through my gallery uh, one, one image at a time and cleared out many of uh, these types of photos. When pruning a tree, we cut away the unwanted branches and parts of the tree that may even appear necessary, but this has to be done to enable the tree to grow more healthily in the coming year. I've decided that each year I'm going to prune my gallery in a similar way to enable healthier growth. And today I'm going to discuss some of the observations uh, that I made while I was going through this exercise for the first time. Like I said, I've been meaning for some time now to go through my online gallery and remove some of the old images that I really wasn't very happy with anymore. At the start of this exercise, I wasn't really sure how heavy-handed I was going to be. I actually have been in a bit of a dilemma for some time now, because uh, when it comes to removing uh, my lesser images from my gallery, um, I I kind of get a little bit sort of um, apprehensive, because uh, some of them actually still sell. Um I'm often surprised by uh, you know some of the images that people choose to buy prints of. And there's a good chance, of course, that uh, some of the images that I've just removed might have brought me income in the future. Why then did I go ahead and delete them, I hear you ask? Well, basically, I'm thinking that our photos are representations of our vision and photographic style. And I have been in a position a few times where people buy prints, which of course I'm very, very grateful for, um, but the images that they chose are really no longer particularly, um, you know, what what I would like people to be buying. And I wished that I'd removed them from the gallery making, uh, you know, before making the sale. This does seem counterproductive um, and maybe a waste, but as I define myself as a photographer and I'm, I you know develop my style I really don't want to be known for images that no longer match my personal vision I have found that as my style developed over the years and I started to concentrate more and more on nature photography many of the Japanese daily life or festival sort of photographs um, that I did a while back um, are you know I really they just really didn't appeal to me anymore I have received requests to post more street photography, for example, but although I can appreciate that some people like street photography, and I myself like some street photography of other photographers, um, you know, I it really just doesn't particularly appeal to me um, as as a as a form of photography, and you know that's just like um, some people don't particularly care for nature photography. Everyone to his own, right? So. You know, I'd really just, I think for a long time I was trying to find a style that I like um, of my for my own photography 
And I've really sort of gravitated back very much to nature photography over the last sort of, I don't know, maybe five years, just slowly gravitating back and prioritizing most of my time for photography around nature photography. And really, um, I just sort of felt that I, I just had to remove a lot of the shots um, of like festivals here in Japan. I haven't removed all of them, um, but, you know, basically the ones that are still there um, still kind of appeal to me at least to some degree as a standalone photograph and not just a document of the event, which a lot of them seem to be. By the end of the exercise, I deleted 437 of the 1,689 uh, images in my gallery, which is just over a quarter of the images. And I would have been, um, you know, maybe if I'd have been a little bit more heavy-handed, I probably could have got rid of more. Um, I actually had to move um, eight of the images as well into uh, an example photos album that I have on my website because they were um, they were images that I'd spoken about in a podcast and I didn't want to create any dead links. In addition to not really matching my current style, I found a fair few images that weren't bad but um, composed in a way that I simply would not have composed them had I shot the scene today. I noticed that um, you know a lot of them had too much depth of field Generally, apart from landscape work, I have systematically increased my range of wide aperture lenses in the last few years to enable me to shoot with very shallow depth of field. And so I really just don't shoot images with lots of depth of field these days. When I saw uh, flower shots that had lots of depth of field, they just had to go. The same went for shots of distracting um, shots with distracting background elements. Partly due to having too much depth of field, the last problem I mentioned, but even um, you know when shooting wide open, I try to take great care uh, to keep the background simple with few distracting elements or sort of placing blotches of colour in um, strategically good areas. Um, but I found many shots that I hadn't really done this very well, and so out they went too. As I visit the same places multiple times, I often find that I'm shooting similar scenes. This was difficult, um, but to agree, a degree, I removed the older versions of some of the, uh, the shots that I'd replaced with similar newer versions from future visits. I also found myself removing some shots that I really just uh, could do with reprocessing. The tools and my techniques for raw processing have changed significantly over the last few years and I saw many shots that I would just not have processed that way had I worked on, on them today. So like uh, for the borderline ones I did leave a few and I added a keyword so that I can easily find them, um, the ones that need reprocessing uh, when I get time to do that. If I find that they still don't look how I want I want them to, I'll remove them later. Many shots, I think, got uploaded uh, because of the fresh memory of the event. I've mentioned this in a recent episode and um, maybe, maybe before that, but we tend to view our images with kinder eyes when the memory of the shoot is still fresh in our minds. We associate so much more with an image than the image actually contains. And of course, that means that the information... 
uh, that's only in our memory never makes it to the impartial viewer and the image really isn't that successful. Another reason I sometimes uploaded lesser images is because I put so much into getting the shot to a, you know, to a certain extent, I just felt that I had to share it. Kind of like uh, going to an expensive restaurant, I guess, and you know, you walk in and the food's not that good, but you've paid for it or you're going to have to pay for it, so you're damn well going to eat it, right? So for some time now, um, I've been aware of the tendency to go ahead and upload stuff because of the lingering memory of the shoot or you know the amount of work that I put into actually getting the shot. Because of this, I try to give myself enough time to live with the images for a few days um, or up to a week or so, more if possible, before deciding on my final selection from any particular shoot. I find that while doing this, I remove a few shots each day that I, um, I look at them and you know they, they do tend to sort of fall from grace pretty quickly if if they're the sort of shots that I'm I'm just going to I'm thinking of uploading or just thinking of taking further in my um post processing just based on the the reasons that I mentioned just now doing this uh you know allowing myself to live with them also helps to get a better feel for what we will eventually remove from our final selection and enable us to remove them much earlier in the process in future editing sessions because I've been doing this, I find that my editing skills are now so much better than when I, um, I, you know, than a few years ago. And when I really need to, I can get rid of most of the questionable, in, questionable images, uh, even when looking at them on the same day, if I'm pushed for time. There are still a fair number of shots that I'm not happy with, and had I been totally brutal, I could have probably removed half the shots, uh, maybe more but I just couldn't quite pluck up the courage to do that, to go that far in this first pruning session. Now that I've cleared out 28% uh, of my gallery though, the next cull should not be so painful and hopefully truer to my real vision. I'm definitely going to schedule the same exercise at least once a year from now on and I'm sure that when I do this again, what is borderline now will be totally unacceptable then and I'll end up with um, an even more sort of streamlined collection of images to share. Another observation which I was hoping uh, for and kind of expecting is that the number of images that I removed dropped dramatically as I got closer to the pres uh, present day. Particularly when I moved to the shots from the end of 2005 onwards. Although I really do feel that my photography has been getting better in the last few years, um, I just thought I'd theorise a little about why this might be the case. The first thing that came to mind is that I bought my 5D in October of 2005 with the finder that is brighter due to the full-size sensor. Now, this might have helped, but probably only a minute factor. Then I continued through my images and started to recall how I'd gotten to the various locations, and I realised that something else very significant had changed at the end of 2005 and that is that I'd bought a car. I'd been travelling to locations by train and bus um, and the odd time by rental car when you know getting there at dawn or before dawn was, was very important. Um, but at the end of 2005 I bought the car and for the first time in more than five years once again I'd become totally mobile and on my own terms 
which without doubt changed my photography. Another thing that changed is what you're listening to right now, the podcast. I started doing this podcast about a month before I got my 5D, and indeed the fifth episode was my review of the 5D. Many people think that this podcast is all giving on my part, and sure, you know, I pay for the servers, I invest many hours a week into the podcast, and, you know, the maintenance of the web servers and the websites, etc., um, I've never received any money for sponsorship either. I always channel that back into prizes for the assignments. So in many ways, this is a labor of love. However, I have mentioned before that at least, at least I'm sure I've mentioned this in the forum, um, maybe in an episode, but one of the key benefits that I get from doing this pon- this podcast is that it keeps me on my toes photographically. Firstly, just the act of putting down what I know about photography in words in an understandable form to relate to you via the podcast has helped me no end in understanding my um, own photography from both a a technical and artistic perspective. As you know, I have a policy of not talking about stuff that I'm not confident in myself, and that has always been and will always remain the case. The point is, though, that some things I that you know that I just did, um, kind of a second nature, became much more structured and purposed after putting it down in words. Another part of this is that I started to shoot with much more purpose than before. I often have it uh, in the back of my mind that I will talk about my photographic adventures in the podcast, and this again keeps me focused. I'm often thinking about how I'll talk about a certain subject or location in the podcast and even take some shots with the specific goal of talking about them here. Without doubt, being more focused on your work will always help you to produce better results and this is exactly what I believe has happened to me over the last two and a half years since starting this podcast. So, you know, conversely, although I I receive a lot of thanks for doing this and I'm very grateful for that, conversely, thanks to you for giving me a chance to focus myself and improve my photography via this podcast. By the way, I found that once I got into the last 12 months, I hardly removed any images, probably less than 10. So this once again reinforces my beliefs, but my belief that your last year's work should always be your best. If it isn't, you're probably stagnating and may need to, uh, you know, think of a change in direction. It also proves that I get better at um, removing the images that I'm more emotionally attached to during my editing process before they're uploaded to my online gallery. You might be wondering why I decided to share this information with you today and if you are I apologize uh, for taking your time because it probably means that you don't have any of these problems yourself. If you found yourself thinking about your own online presence though while listening to this it um you know, it probably is, is going to be of some help. Whether, whether you have um, a full-blown website, um, just specific online, uh, you know, specific photos in an online portfolio or a Flickr account when you, where you just upload pretty much everything, I'd like to propose that you bear some of what I've said in mind and take a look at your own collection of images. It's highly tempting to leave shots up indefinitely after all, it took me time to prepare most, you know, prepare and post, you know, the post your, your sh- my shots in the first place, and I really sort of felt attached to them. And I, I'd, a lot of them, I used to go into a lot more detail um, 
in the comments, for example. I don't do that so much now because um, I talk about them more, uh, you know, especially in this podcast. But um, also, I just I just really don't have the time. Uh, but a lot of my earlier images, I'd got a lot of investment in time just on um, adding relatively in-depth comments. And this is one of the things that had stopped me from really wanting to take the plunge and removing them before. You know, so I really can't talk um, about this to a degree, or I couldn't until today, because it took me so long to get around to doing this myself. But I really believe that leaving images that no longer represent your photographic standards or your current artistic vision can damage our credibility as photographers. If there's any truth in the saying that your portfolio is only as good as your worst photo, I think that we owe it to ourselves to weed out as much as we can of our lesser work um, from our online image collections. I actually created my portfolio slideshow to enable me to create a showcase uh, for my best work, and I've tried to segregate it out from my everyday galleries which is one of the reasons, again, why I left this pruning session for so long. The other reason, of course, is time. It was, um, it was quite time-consuming to go through all of the images with a critical eye. Uh, that's, that's actually the reason why I'm going to be releasing this podcast a day late this week again, uh, because I, I just really had to finish this before I could uh, make a podcast on it. With regards to the portfolio slideshow, though, it's, it's great, and it will con- I'll continue to develop that. Um, but I'm really kidding myself uh, to think that people will look at my galleries and see my lesser work um, without really it really sort of reducing their appreciation for what I consider to be my better work. Most people go straight to the galleries too and never even make it uh, to the you know to the slideshow. So I really have sort of there's work to do there left. I've got to figure out something you know how to get around that. Um, but for now, I'm happy that I've sort of just gone through and weeded out the 400 plus images that I'm no longer happy with. Um, I just hope that I can get the courage to maybe go back in there and get rid of another 400, um, you know, before another year is up. But at least I've I've committed to myself to do this at least once a year from now on. Um, And hopefully, you know, sharing this, uh, my observations while doing so will, will be of some help to you too. So I hope that sharing my own thoughts while clearing out my online gallery has helped you in some way. I have a couple of pieces of housekeeping before we finish. Firstly, I, uh, I have family coming to town in a few weeks from the 20th of March and although I'm going to try, I might find that I can't create a podcast during the week of the 24th. If I can, I certainly will, but I imagine that even um, if you know, during that time I have time free for myself my apartment will be a little bit too noisy to sort of sit down and record a podcast my better half actually uh, usually sits with headphones on watching the TV while I record um, but I don't think I'll be able to ask my brother and his wife to do the same so uh, like I say I'll try to figure something out but if it doesn't work out then please accept my apologies in advance for that Also related, the current assignment, which is on nostalgia, will close at the end of Sunday the 16th of March. 
Voting was planned to go on for two weeks until the 30th of March, but due to my family visit, which I failed to take into consideration when I decided the dates, I'm going to increase the voting period by three days until the end of uh, April the 2nd. This means that on the 3rd of April, I'll take, you know, in my, t- my time here in Japan, I'll stop the voting and prepare a podcast to announce the winners probably the next day. Um, on probably for, be released on the 4th of April and that's when we'll also hear what the next assignment theme is going to be as well and that's uh, that's actually going to be um, the week after uh, you know every, everything happens so I'll probably only be down by one episode by the end of uh, that week and then I should be back on schedule um, so at the worst it'll be one week if I can't uh, if I can't manage to get something together So that's it for today though. All that remains to be said is thanks for listening and you have a great week, whatever you do. Bye-bye. Photocastnetwork.com Your photography resource in the potosphere. Photocastnetwork.com